Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They've got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 364 of The Sith List. I am one of your six hosts. It's great to have all six tonight. Araj Lashai and my co-pilot this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch. What's up, buddy? Not much. Just hanging out, enjoying this day. Hey. There it is. The man we call King Tom Chansky, the king of all pods. What's going on, King Tom? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, hey, hey, hey. Ooh. Hey, nice. hey, hey, hey. It was from a great show. That was Rerun used to say, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Right? No, hey, hey, oh. hey. Yeah. No. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. From, uh, What's don't happening? tell me. What's, oh. thank you for not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it before you said, don't tell me. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. What's happening? What a great show that was. That was really cool. Randy, my friend, what is happening with you? What's going on, Sith Listers? The list is real. <laughs> and back from Cali. The man we call El Hombre. Eric. Struthers. What's up, buddy? Man, I'm so glad to be back. I sure had a good time on vacation. Had a good time hanging out with most of you dudes. And uh, yeah, but here I am. My boss asked me today, he goes, you seem like you're operating on a little bit higher level of frustration today. Is everything okay? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Anyway, good times. Yeah, man. It was uh, great having you, man. It was great to hang out with you and you and the family. It's Makes makes me want you to get over here every year, every other year. I know that's impossible, but uh, it'd be great. We'll to, see, to man. See I, yeah. I would love to do that. It was cool, man, coming out and you having everybody over and all the people on the show who are in geographical proximity that actually cared about me coming out. It was pretty nice. <laughs> um, I, it really meant a lot. I was waiting for something. Oh, and, you know, even King Tom. So it, wa- it oh, wasn't just me that missed it? Mm. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, no. now some yeah. other people missed it for whatever <laughs> yeah. reason. King yeah. Tom was there by video, which was pretty cool. He was. He did show yeah, up. It was nice yeah. to see everyone. Yeah, you still kind of showed up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, here I am. 
Yeah, it was it was awesome. I'm glad, and also glad you got to experience Disneyland with your family the way you're supposed to experience Disneyland, pretty much. Yeah, it was days. quite good, minus all of the complaining. Yeah, um, I made the mistake of having us walk to Disneyland on first on the first day and back, <laughs> which was no big deal to me at all. I don't know, man. I could walk like ten miles a day, no problem. But my, but it, kids, it's less than a mile too, by the way, right? Um. I think it's it was like a one, little over over a mile, a mile and a half, something like that. Oh, the, was it? Okay. But it was the end of the day, dude. You would have thought that my kids were like ready to call oh. child protective services. <laughs> we're carrying like loads of souvenirs and they're like, well, my that sucks. Yeah, that's <laughs> the worst so part was when yeah. we Ubered there the next day and it was completely painless. And not expensive. <laughs> right. It's not expensive oh, at all, right? Oh. It was like five bucks probably, right? Six bucks. Yeah. It was ten bucks, yeah. but the dude had yeah. like the sweetest ride, man. It was pretty great. That's awesome. My but favorite part of, of having a pass is going, I mean, I usually go like at night just to have dinner, walk around, maybe get on one ride and then come back and seeing the faces of the parents leaving mm-hmm. while we're going in just upset and distraught and <laughs> on exhausted. the verge of divorce yeah. yeah the verge of yeah like exactly like i'm never fucking come back here again <laughs> uh, eric brings up a funny vacation phenomenon like when like at the very end of your trip you discover something that could have made the entirety of your trip that much more comfortable yeah it's always <laughs> you're like god right. damn it how did i not yeah. know this yeah. right i uh right. But it was great, man. Disneyland is a magic place. And if you mm-hmm. young and old alike, stay for the fireworks. It's yeah. definitely worth it. It's yeah, it is super cool. It. I can't wait. I like we have, like I said, Malik sleep train. So he's never seen the fireworks there. So I'm going to just, you know, one of these nights when we go, he has to be able to see it. He'll freak out. Well, Amanda and Stella and myself, we all got like choked up at the very last mm-hmm. part of the show where it's mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. And he's like, I wish we could just go back to the beginning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it was it was really sweet. Cool, man. It was just cool experience. being out there, man. SoCal's yeah. pretty great. And then I came back to the land of humid, butt oh. crack, sweat, nasty. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't so good. No, right, right. Well, come on back, man. Come on back. Yeah, one of my favorite parts, though, was getting to like swap guitar stuff with Randy mm-hmm. hanging out. Yeah. yeah, you guys had a kumbaya. Oh, yeah. That's That's fun. And Axel. Yeah, I saw Axel today, by the way. Today, I saw him today, and he, and he comes up to me and goes, So, uh, Eric's still around? I go, No, dude, <laughs> Eric's not around. He's been gone for a couple of days. Like, you know what he said? Damn what? it. That's what he Eric said. texted. <laughs> Eric, he could have texted Eric back. All right. Right. Uh, well, that kid is unacceptably handsome. It it kind of makes me mad. Yeah, he's a good kid, too. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. We're talking about Sal's kid, by the way. Actually, he's a great kid. Of the Rogue Rebels. Of the Rogue Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is Ezra. If uh, He's getting a little bit too big for Ezra, right? He's getting tall and it's getting stocky. a little off. Yeah, no, he'll age right perfectly into Ezra. I don't think the new Ezra looks like him, but... Yeah. Yeah. Axel can still cosplay it. It's all good. Oh yeah, they can cosplay anything. All he has to do is smile, and everybody will be like, Hee-hee. "Yeah, it's over." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Little kumbaya session over here. I found a dollar bill. Did still like drop a dollar on you guys because you guys he were playing. It. He said, "Oh, Strothers is here busking in uh, in Cali." <laughs> so he tossed a dollar out, and I figured right. it's the least I could do for you having all those people over to let you have that dollar. Right. <laughs> 
Well, it, it looked like from the video you guys shared and, and passed me around, it, you were having a lot of fun. You didn't see, uh, you know, behind me, uh, Boo and Brittany were hanging out with me. So oh, we were that's, that's for sure. Yeah, you, guys, oh, yeah. you guys did a little thing. Yeah, <laughs> we had our own little meetup. Yeah, yeah. right. That feels about right. That's naturally what I would expect and assume. Yeah, so, yeah well, you know what else? That's man. a good one. That's funny. Yeah, it's all good. And we had a Comic Con this last week, so we got to hang out with some of the peeps that we don't get to see regularly, like Corey and uh, Dom from Summer's Underworld, and it was and some of our old friends from San Diego, Brett and johnny and patrick it was just a great time boo and Brittany showed up yeah, they showed up for this one eric um, yeah, yeah so it was uh it's just was, down uh, the street yeah yeah it was a great time comic-con was phenomenal it was a little bit different a little bit crazier uh crazier with crowds because there was no panels really that people wanted to go see there's no signings that people really wanted to get so everybody was yeah. pretty much on the floor um but uh, Randy, I was talking to Steele. He said that he thought that the floor was actually wider and they did some construction and made the actual floor plan um, a little bit better. It, it flowed really well. So that's interesting that his take on that. Did you get that at all or no? No, I didn't get that. I mean, not to say that he's wrong, just that when you're walking on that show floor, your last thing I was thinking at that time was like, you know what? It looks like they added about a foot on each side here i was more like get the fuck out of my way dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was it was uh, kind of crazy when we when we were in there Les and i were in there and then we left and we just saw just tons of people coming in so yeah. I, i'm sure it got more crowded more crowded as it went on but really happy that things are back to uh, looks like pretty much normal for that all we need is the actors and the writers to be there so studios do something about that you motherfuckers um now, I have a new soundbite, guys, and I made a GIF, and you can't see the GIF, but uh, the sound you guys will remember, and I will guarantee you, every one of you will laugh. Guaranteed. Ready? <laughs> Sorry, Steel. And I wish you could see the stream deck. I literally have him falling and eating shit and hitting his head. Um, oh, that's amazing. On the GIF. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Thank you, Steel. It's a gift that keeps on giving. It, it is. really is. Yeah. So uh, any other news from uh, uh, King Tom? You're okay. Uh, you didn't do much this weekend, right? You just chilled? No, just chilled. Um, chilled. I did I did find, oh, and yes. I don't know if this is the, the appropriate time to bring it up. Right. Uh, but I, I think it is. I think it okay. is. Um, I, I, if you know anything about this podcast, you know I'm a Weezer fan. And... Mm. Um, at the end of last week, I was alerted to a uh, – okay, so Weezer took a few years off after their second album. They got back together in the year 2000, and they played a few very small shows at small bars in Southern California. And a video of one of these shows recently serviced, surfaced, and I would say this is an, a historically significant video because not many videos from around this time are available – but it's not just that. This video is taken like on stage and you'd see the it's like a great shot of the band. And you kind of get a sense of the crowd. But there's one dude in the crowd who is on the whole video. And it looks like Rivers is serenading 
this audience member. And this dude, he's in a white t-shirt. He looks like he's good looking. He is singing. He is clapping. He is having the time of his life. And I'm watching this video. And uh, if you want to, Araj is, is, has it up here. And the, the more and more I watch this, the more and more it looks like I think I know this person because I know someone who is at one of these shows. So I texted this person, sent him a picture, and I said, Randy, is this you? And so I said, Patreon members, you God can see damn right. Yep. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, look at that clapping, Randy. I'm having so much shirt. fun in this. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a baggy shirt. I think I just weigh like 110 pounds there. <laughs> <laughs> this is like 21-year-old Randy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, yeah, that was a great show. That's the Casbah in San Diego. Yeah. And later great on venue. in the video, they play. Uh, I think it might be the first time they ever played Hashpipe live. Oh. And like Randy is just watching and rocking out. And it's it was just great to see, like, not just the video, but, you know, Randy having a great time at this show. <laughs> Look at him. Look at Randy. Hands in the pocket. Very early 2000s move there, Randy. <laughs> like Thank it. you, man. Yeah, I like it. That's it's kind so of surreal, awesome. though. I'm not sure if I can watch all of it, <laughs> but it's very surreal to see. Yeah, it, I was uh, talking to King Tom on how how amazing it is to have. Like That's like a cool piece of history to have, and you can share with Visual people evidence, kids. Visual evidence, yeah. yeah. It's like the one we have, Boo, of uh, Wolf Mother. And yes, we've seen that one before where he's pretty much playing. We're right on stage at the Galaxy Theater in Santa Ana. And he, and he's looking at us rocking out. And you hear Boo like, yeah, <laughs> like the Bane came out. It was I, phenomenal. Yeah. I am, I am not in any videos, but there's one audio bootleg where, where River go, Rivers goes, um, we're going to play Crab next, and you can hear me drunkenly shout out, yeah, kick some ass! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but, that particular show, like, uh, I've, I think I've told Tom this before, I don't know what it was about that show, but when I was on, um, that was back when MySpace was popular, and I had someone randomly uh, send me a message on MySpace, like, Hey, were you at that Weezer show in San Diego? I was like, yeah, I think I have a picture of you. <laughs> like, I don't know this person, mind you. And they oh, found man. me and sent me the oh, actually wow. mailed me the picture. And I put it together with like a set list from uh, when oh, I saw them at a different venue. Right. And now the video, it's just, it's a very weird coincidence. I'm waiting for someone else to find like stool samples or something <laughs> did you piss in this cup at the weasel yeah. show yeah. is this yeah. you in the urinal next to me <laughs> that's yeah that's crazy go that's, that's, that's so awesome. cool that was very cool yeah well done um eric other than uh anything else on the weekend that you no know, man nothing really <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty much it it was weird being right not too far from your house and not being on the sith list last i know yeah. yeah that's the closest you've ever been and the farthest you've ever been away from yeah us. yeah oh, all at the same time we had a good yeah. time regardless. so thank you everybody for all the well wishes and yeah yeah well I'm i think sure we should get see into you, some man. stuff yeah uh boo and you hung out with us so i know <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Weekend. yeah yeah all right, here we go. Let's do some box office. It was a pretty eventful box office. That's that's for sure. Now it's time for box office. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo.
Guys, a historic weekend. Guys, weekend box office results. Barbie and Oppenheimer post historic numbers. Barbie set the record for the biggest opening for a film directed by a woman, while also combining with Oppenheimer for a massive 235.5 million combined debut. Unbelievable. Did really well. Barbie is very close to 400 million already. Um, here is the breakdown. So Barbie did 155 million, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Oppenheimer, 80.5 million, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sound of Freedom, still holding strong at number three. Uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning at number four with 19.5. Sound of Freedom was 20.1, by the way. Indiana Jones still up there at 6.7. And Insidious, The Red Door, 6.5. So there is your top, top box office. Anybody see any of them? I saw Sound of Freedom. Okay. How was it? Oof. Oof. It was a very hard watch. Um, all in all, the movie was well made enough. Like the production budget mm -hmm. was high enough. The acting is actually pretty good. Um, okay. The... And I'm nitpicking small things right here, but like one of the things is I they in a lot of spots I'm pretty sure didn't do ADR, so they're using like in scene dialogue recording, and so sometimes it's not as crisp as it could be like compared to the music. But here's the deal, man. Like this is a real thing that's happening, and people, mm -hmm. it seems so heinous, and it almost feels like it can't be real, but it is, and yeah. it's. You know, there are kids being taken and I mean, little kids, teenagers it, it, being taken and put into sex trafficking all the time, every right. day. I mean, we had something happen not too far away from St. Louis just a handful of weeks ago. Um, it, it, it's just it's a real deal, man. And like when you watch it and see. Just imagine the realities of it. It's very difficult to watch. Um, it's not super graphic, but it definitely gets the point across. Uh, I, I would recommend, I would recommend watching it quite frankly. Oh, okay, cool. Um, we, okay. we showed it at the church and, uh, you know, because of this company, they read, they just treat us like a theater. They, mm -hmm. they collect the money. We don't, we don't touch it. Right. And so I got a cheap thrill every time they would say shit or something. And I'm like, hey, take that <laughs> Christians. But yeah. <laughs> It was, it, yeah, I saw it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we had talked about uh, that movie when we were out on Thursday and because there's kind of like a weird campaign behind it that mm -hmm. might be doing it like a disservice mm -hmm. to, uh, in order to promote it. So um, glad to hear you actually liked it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so in, in what, was, what I was saying behind that, okay, is I've got this saying that, it, and there's a lot of truth behind it, is nothing adds validity to a cause like opposition. Yep. Right. And so the claim is, is I mean, and, and listen, anybody who's ever tried to put anything into production, you things happen and they've had all these roadblocks for five years. So this movie's been in the can for five years and they couldn't get get it out. And um, it, but then there's like reports of and I only know one that I could like personally verify where somehow just that cinema in this theater oh sorry the air conditioning's broken got to cancel oh, yeah, it yeah yeah every other film goes off it did happen in st louis and it's apparently been happening everywhere and so you know the 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 
what's where I'm like, where the story is, is that, you know, people are just trying to stop this movie from being seen. And let's face facts. There's a huge industry surrounding the child sex trade. If you had a huge industry has huge money and huge money has huge influence. And if you were going to try to put the kibosh on something, it's certainly possible. Do I really believe that that there's like this organized effort to stop it? Probably not. Yes. But like well, I, I mean, said, no, no. you're going to market it that way. <laughs> sure. I th- and you know, I think uh, both ends too. I think it's, it's, it's in a way helped the movies too. Cause it, it's gone a lot of people because of the fact that, they think that they're trying to stop it. They've gone out to go watch it and watch it multiple times and try to support it as much too. So it's taken this whole like political thing of one side or the other side. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. You know what I mean? Right. So if it's a good story, it's a good story. And it's a story that it's it's a true story and things are happening like this. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely watch it. I got no problems with it. Um. Nobody watched Oppenheimer though, and Barbie were too busy with Comic Con. I get a great reviews on both though. My goodness, like mm-hmm. the Barbie thing has become this phenomenon. Uh, remember, Boo, I think uh, you might have pulled an avatar on this one, buddy. I remember how I said I don't think it's going to make. Any money. Yeah, I I yeah. I was possibly uh, on on the wrong end, uh, but I did see Oppenheimer this weekend. Oh wait, you saw Oppenheimer? I I did see Oppenheimer. Okay, yeah. okay, please yeah. give us a non spoil. Well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, give us. The little, <laughs> wow. Yeah. How was it, buddy? Incredible. 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 The all the hype, the the whole all the talk about it, everything fully fully delivers. 100% fully delivered. I think this is uh it's up there with Nolan's best films because, you know, I I think The Dark Knight is a is his best but it's different than Oppenheimer. Obviously right. this is a lot of, a lot of talking, great acting, you know, n- not that his other movies don't, but you know, you got Batman, you got the Joker, you know, action going on. That's if, if I had to pick which one to watch right now, probably probably go with the dark Knight. but you know, it's a toss up if, 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 as far as his, his best movie, um, everyone in it, in, somebody could be in there for five minutes. They, they bring it. They bring it a hundred percent. Yeah. So all the Very acting cool. is incredible. Um, the, the writing is great. It's three hours long flies by you want more. You're like, he, I, I, he co he co-wrote it too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could sit there and be like, I, I'll, I'll be here for another two hours if you want me to that kind of thing. Wow. Um, yeah. Great. Highly recommend it. Um, I understand why he did it in IMAX. You know, he did a 70, 70 millimeter, one of the big wide shots. Uh, first time anybody, anybody's ever done that uh, in IMAX. I don't think it needed it. I get why he did it, and I completely understand. But if somebody's wavering, I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for IMAX or something like that to go see it. In my opinion, just go see it in okay, whatever that's standard. What I, I literally, we were going to go, but there was an early show and it's a three hour. Is it the early show at 630 or there's a 1045? And I was like, well, if I go to 1045, I'm home. Like, like I'm going clubbing or something. Um, <laughs> you might, you know, get home yeah. at two in the morning. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, okay. So that's good to know. Can I ask yeah. you a question without real spoiling it? Um, sure. The reviews and everybody that had seen it before it came out, they, people said that they walked out kind of not distraught but speechless is that something that you felt um uh that's i'm i'm sure if how do i say this correctly well i think maybe um, the question made you speechless 
Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, for the um, for the person who's who's not who's maybe not as Jesus Christ, uh, who's not as uh, aware. Let's put it that way, or 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 knowledgeable okay. of the whole situation. Okay, definitely. Oh, you're okay. just like you come out of there like fuck. You know, oh, okay. good lord. That's what that, and that's what the gist was. You come out of there saying pretty much like fuck and oh, yeah. oh my god. Okay, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I I had known I had known a decent amount about Oppenheimer, like the dirty details of his life and stuff like that. No, but. Like what we did know about the Manhattan Project and how people felt about it after and all that, I, mm. I knew about that. So I, I, I had my own feelings on on you know the idea of nukes and all that. So I did. You do come out of it like it's not a happy movie. You do come out of it down and sad, where you're just like that was an incredible watch, but it's heavy. Okay, heavy, okay. heavy, heavy. So yeah, so so I, I could definitely see where people were. You come out of there with like a existential crisis. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got so it. it is heavy, but it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. Go see it. Um, I did find it odd. The how I understand Barbenheimer is a thing, mm-hmm. but they're but they're like combining their numbers together. I'm like, I understand that they can be released together, but why are their numbers combined? Yeah, I was going to. That's a, It's a kind of a crazy marketing thing that they both latched on to. Um, and it's worked for some and odd sep- reason and, and, and separate companies. One is universal. The other one is Warner yeah. brothers. Yeah. You know, I, I would never, I would never imagine like Disney and, and universal being like, Hey man, we have movies coming out the same weekend. Let's combine our numbers. I could never, I would never have imagined that happening. I was like, all right. It just seems kind just, of weird. It's, it just seems like it's so unpredictable. Like, society and the market and what people will really grasp onto. If you would have told me two years ago, a Barbie movie was coming out. I, I wouldn't, I would think <laughs> it, it'd be do decent numbers, but it's become like this. My cousin had a huge Barbie party at her house. They all wore pink. The dudes were like, they look like Ken. They were drinking margaritas and they went out when we were in San Diego, there was the girls wearing really tight, like, uh, leather pink dresses getting ready to go to a Barbie show. I mean, it's become this thing, you know? So you just don't know, you know, what, what you got. But I will give credit to Margaret Robbie because when she went and pitched it to the studio execs, because they weren't, they weren't jumping on the idea, she said, I will make you a billion dollars. That was her line. And she didn't know how she was going to do it, but she's like, I will make you a billion dollars with this movie. And uh, looks like it's going to happen. It's crazy. You want to hear something crazy? Yeah. There's a whole lot of um, like a certain corner of people that I may or may not be exposed to on a semi-regular basis who are carrying on about how the Barbie movie is the worst movie of all time. And it it just continues to perpetuate the agenda, agenda. Yep. that women are smarter than men and men are stupid and blah, blah, blah. Now, nobody that I have heard say this out of their mouths have seen the movie. I just want to make yep. that very clear. But I do want to go on record as saying is that that hot take does more to perpetuate the idea that men are stupid than that movie does. I'm just <laughs> that's a good point. If yeah, you're yeah. if you're a middle aged white dude and you are scared that this movie is pushing some sort of thing that is turning the world against you, um, maybe. L- Loosen up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's the craziest thing to me, man. I, I when I realized this yeah. was a thing, I was like, 
what? And I got a text out of nowhere from a friend of mine yesterday regarding another person I know who's all their names I will leave out, but just out of nowhere saying insert name here is an insert expletive here. That's all. And I was like, well, I wonder what this is about. Well, it was about some big old thing on Facebook. So good job, everybody, for making the thing not about the thing. Right, right, right. We had this conversation on the way to uh, Les, Randy, and I, and this exact conversation on the way to Comic-Con. There's just a wing of people that are just, uh, I, they're a little scared, I guess, that. Oh, Barbie? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Oh, some I don't figures. know what the hell is going on, man. Yeah, it's, just the fact that women can speak up and stand up and live and do things on their own. God forbid. Yeah. It's wild to me. Yeah. I mean, where the fuck is going on? It's just like a bunch of people like fighting an invisible tide. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's 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 wild. It is wild. It doesn't need to be fought. That's the thing. It's just like, what are you fighting? I know. I make a ton of Parks and Rec and community references. Okay, I know, but there is some fantastic action when Ben is running for Congress near the end of the Parks and Rec run. And this group of men show up to protest this event. (laughs) And it's all about how (laughs) middle-aged dudes have been downtrodden for the last very recent history. And it's, it's a whole scene, man. And it's dung, very tongue, tongue in cheek, but it's a very accurate reflection on this sort of thing. I I, I feel kind of sorry for these people because I mean, most of them are going to be dead soon. I mean, you know, with with that thinking and that idea, I'm not just saying those people are going to kill them. Just like the train's moving, like, like just get on the train, man. You're going to be left behind, and if you're not, you're going to be left behind with these like group of crazies. Yeah, like Progress on the is internet, steamroller. Yeah, I don't get it. So, and, and uh, sorry, and I know I've said this a ton of times too. You know what it's like? It's like the music industry. As soon as digitizing music came around, it's like, oof. <laughs> we gotta we gotta stomp this out rather than like get on board with it and figure out how to make it work yeah, for you right right yep yeah and all it did was hurt them until they figured it out but i don't know man it just <sighs> well good job margaret robbie good for you good for you all right cool i i did start a new show and i'm almost done with season two uh, i'm sorry season one there's no season two yet um it, it's called shrinking have you guys been watching oh, this? Oh, Shrinking is great. It is a phenomenal show. Shrinking uh, Jason is Se- great. Jason Siegel has been gone for a long time. Um, I don't know what he's been doing, but he is back. And he, if you like Jason Siegel, that type of comedy, and, and you like him, he is fantastic in this. Cast is great, but no one is better than Harrison Ford in this one. He is phenomenal. And he is playing himself. He's just an asshole gruffy dude old old and curmudgeon but he has a heart and somewhere in there yeah god it's such a good show it's really funny and it all these shows now are that are coming out like the bear and this one you don't know whether to laugh or whether to cry uh very serious issues but there's comedy undertones to it very good show guys it's on apple tv plus and uh check it out if you can and it's about therapists so uh, of course, uh, Lorraine is really liking it, enjoying it. I thought she would have hated. Well, that she aspect. hates. She hates. Okay. F- she hates everything that is that he represents. 
Yeah, exactly. Because I, I was watching it. Yeah, I was watching it. Learn to be like this. This. This is bullshit. You know, it's like yeah. the. Uh, it's like the 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 major sports guy or something like that. Be like, no, nah, he was offsides. He was offsides. Right. He doesn't get the right. free kick. This whole movie is bullshit. Well, you know? the good thing about the show is that it explains how unethical. It is mm-hmm. what he's doing. And Harrison Everything. Ford is like, you can't do this. Yeah. You're a therapist. You cannot be hanging out with your, ther- going to a bars with your patients. But the fact that is a thing, these things are helping the patients. So he keeps perpetuating these things. Um, and it's crazy and wild. And he's going through a suicide, uh, not suicide. He's going through his wife dying uh, abruptly. And uh, it's uh, depression and everything. It's just a great, you got to watch it. It's a good show. It's a good show. Okay, cool. Anybody else watch anything? Uh, Less? I watch anything at all lately? Yeah, I did. What'd you watch? I watched a little sci-fi show on Netflix called They Clone Tyrone. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. How was it? It was amazing. Oh, (laughs) it was amazing. Okay, good. It was uh, creepy if you think about it. It's kind of creepy, but uh, it. Really cool, uh, really nice concept. Uh, just really good. It's on Netflix. Is uh, is it yes. how many episodes? It's one show, one movie, oh, just one movie. It's a movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it sucks. My head straight goes to a series now. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. no. It's just where it's what's how it is. It's a straight uh, up movie. Jamie Fox is great. Toyota Paris, who's going to be in the Marvels, is great. Mm, uh, yeah. John Boyega, obviously pretty good too. And uh, I'm not mistaken, that's Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, who has a okay. s- nice role. So, like a little Kiefer. Yes. I must have said the wrong word there. King Tom, have you watched anything um, at all this weekend? Nothing new. No, okay. Okay. Randy, you're still on. Um, yeah. No, nothing. All right. Okay, well, I think we should just get into some Star Wars stuff. Uh, Jump in. There's not a lot, if anything, but uh, let's do this. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune smile upon your efforts. Shisha. So <laughs> hold on, but hold on, hold on, Eric. Before you start, I don't know if Randy knows this, but we were we were uh, at a pool bar that night of Comic Con on Saturday, and I could have swore that um, Mark Thompson was it. Mark Thompson is that his name? Mark Thompson. Yes. Who, mm-hmm. the, the, the does the voices right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. I could have sworn he was at the bar, and I was about to go up to him, man. I was like this. Cl- I was so close. I was gonna walk up to say, "Hey, man, thank you so much for coming on the show." Look just like him. I thought I was a little drunk at that time. And Dom, yeah. go, look, I go, I tell Dom, I, I go, Dom, I'm gonna go up and say hi to Mark Thompson. And he goes, he just grabbed my shoulder. And he goes, "Not Mark Thompson. I saw Mark Thompson yesterday on a panel, and that is definitely not Mark Thompson." <laughs> so thank you, Dom. I was gonna embarrass myself. Um, Dom, did. why didn't you let him do it? No, no Dom's too nice. If there's too any nice place it's okay to go up to someone and mistake them for a celebrity, it's like Comic Con or celebrity. That's true. Or something That's like true. That. That's mm-hmm. true. Maybe he was cosplaying them. Really? <laughs> he was cosplaying a regular dude in a suit. He was yeah. in a suit, and I was like, I don't think Mark Thompson wears a suit here, but all right, I'm gonna go up to him. And then Dom goes, uh, "Yeah, he has a name tag. It says Alex." It's oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> 
So, which is exactly what Mark Thompson would have on his name. He yeah. would do that. That is such Classic a Thompson Mark kind Thompson of thing to do. Classic Thompson. Yep. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. You're fine. Well, hey, let's everything we're going to talk about is pretty much straight out of San Diego Comic Con. The Hasbro camp, all right, you know, guys, up until fairly recently, I've been super into collecting Hasbro Star Wars stuff and have kind of gotten away from it. But then out of nowhere, they announced this, the um, HasLab projects, which gave us such awesome hits as Jabba's Sail Barge and the um, Razor Crest. Right. These big internal Kickstarter things where if it can get funded, they will make it in that quantity only. And that's that. And they've had two failed ones in a row. They had the Rancor, which swing and a miss. And then they had Riva's lightsaber from uh, the Kenobi series. Big miss on that one. Didn't even come close that one. No. Well, they announced one this weekend. The Ghost. Good, good ghost from yes, it looks amazing and already fully funded. Yeah, already <laughs> within just, I mean, boom, people saw it. And so it's like, this is that's where the heat's at, that's where the magic is at. And I'm pretty sure I read that it is the biggest ship that they've ever made. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's going to be massive. Wow, yeah, so very cool, very cool. Yeah. Um, I may or may not come with it. What's that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And then they'll have stretch goals too, you know, as they get more and more uh, money coming in. Um, I I may or may not have funded that myself. (laughs) You were done. I was. They sucked me right back in. Dang. Um, In related news, I'll have a lightsaber for sale soon. If anybody wants to buy one. (laughs) Uh, But, but but I really will have one if anybody wants to buy one. But also, also at Comic-Con, it was announced, you know, I love Star Wars Lego stuff, and I talk about how good the shows are. We've talked about it on here many a time. Mm -hmm. They have announced that they are going to have another holiday-themed special in the Lego Star Wars animation camp, and it is for uh, Halloween, and it's the Mandalorian. It's a Mando-ween. Oh, that's awesome. That's my favorite holiday. And, you know, last year, not last year, the year before, I think they did Terrifying Tales, which was actually pretty mm-hmm. cute. We just recently mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, they always do a good job with those. Mm-hmm. Um, to, and me personally, the older stuff is still like the magic was perfect, but it's very fun. They're very good. And I, I really bet it will be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. And... uh I I don't know like how far ahead of Halloween it will come out, but you know, you can imagine it'll be somewhere right around there. But um, now, just FYI, there are a whole bunch. I'm jumping all over the place. There's a lot of rumors popping up out there. Like I saw one today about how the Soka series supposedly ends. I did not read it. Oh shit! Did not want to, but just be watching out for it because that stuff is popping up. Mm-hmm. everywhere so uh i did see one thing i don't know if it has been verified or not but there's a possibility that keanu reeves has been cast in the acolyte what 
it's got enough heat behind it that people are tweeting things about how they never thought they'd see Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves both in Star Wars. What? I just um, these. I don't know. Sons of bitches. But apparently, like their casting budget was like crazy high. It'd be, there could be this could be nothing. Is it? It could just be all smoke. But I was don't know. this from the article in Forbes? Um. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Forbes ran a kind of clickbaity article about the pre-production budget of the Acolyte, how it was as much, if not more, than the pre-production budget for um, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And just kind of complaining, but, you know, there there are a number of issues with that where, yeah, Rogue One was a uh, feature film, but Acolyte is a multi-episode TV series that is going to take up more time. And they didn't even compare the pre-production budgets of other Disney Plus shows, including um, Andor and Mandalorian, which had similar um, pre-production budgets. So it was more basically complaining that, oh, they're spending all this money on a show. But yeah, they spend, Star Wars spends this much money on shows. Yeah, not only that, it's five years ago, man. Budgets are different. Things cost more money. It's inflation. I mean, just relax, peeps. Yeah, Jeez. right. Be happy that they're spending this much money. Well, well yeah, I mean, it's their money. If yeah. they didn't come to you to take it, it's not like you're complaining about the government spending your money. It's their money. And they're, one of the reasons they're spending it is because they spent it because Rogue One made so much money. Yeah. And a lot of the sets mm-hmm. and props were reused from The Force Awakens. Yeah, at the time. So yeah, but regardless, maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe they. So be a great thing. That would be a great thing. The other Keanu Reeves is Darth Plagueis. (laughs) Just just novel for stop it. (laughs) You've completely wrecked my flow now. Okay, (laughs) you're welcome. Uh, so. IGN is talking about Star Wars Outlaws, the video game. It's supposedly coming out in 2024. I would love to see that come out. Then uh, a lot of people seem to think it's for sure going to be postponed just because that seems like every big video game has been mm-hmm. leading up to it. But uh, anything that my buddies Hawes and Steve from the High Potion podcast say about video games, I tend to take as a, a pretty good take on it. But Anyhow, so they have a pretty good article on their site that it and the editor's note says this interview has been edited to include all of the answers from both our live show and our subsequent Q&A with the developers and some answers edited for clarity. I'm not going to go through this whole spiel here because, you know, this is something that would be good to read if you're if you're hip to this. She whiz what is going on upstairs in the Strathers household. (laughs) One of the things they say, and this is a direct quote, is that it won't be a 300-hour epic, unfinishable RPG. Okay. Now, it's, but they're also like, here's one of the things they said. Be sure to check out why we think it looks like a mix of Watch Dogs and Grand Theft Auto. Both of those are good things and why they believe this just may be the open world Star Wars game we've always wanted. So that's pretty cool, man. Uh, You know, we talk a lot about video games amongst ourselves 
and a big title like that is just what Star Wars needs. I love games like that. You know, I mean, obviously, like I'm a big Red Dead fan and that sort of thing. This would be cool. This would be really cool. And there's a lot of heat around it. And yeah. did you guys get to sit on the the speeders and get your picture taken or the uh, we, video? I, no, we. Les and I were really debating it, but I wanted to go with it on there with Les, and he said no, which I really was. I wanted to do, but we didn't. Yeah, then what's the point? We would have broke that thing first of all. <laughs> Not with weight, with awesomeness. Yeah, that too. With love. Uh, yeah, but anyhow. So yeah, man, that's that's ah. pretty rad. And I, like I said, there's a lot, there's a lot more to go on in this article. But go read it. Go read it. Mm-hmm. That that. If if you're looking forward to this game, definitely read the article. It's neat. It might be the biggest thing we have in 2024. What do we got movie wise? Anything 2024? No Star Wars? movies, but we have the Acolyte and we have Acolyte. Andor, Andor season two. Mm-hmm. If it's not delayed already, if it's, yeah, correct. If it's not delayed. Yeah. yeah. So I did see a thing that apparently we you guys may have talked about it last week because it was right on that fine edge that filming has stopped on oh, season no. two because oh, yeah. of yeah yeah, yeah. Tell me all the stuff yeah so um but anyway yeah that's 2024 it would be good to have that game there sure yeah but you know that's going to be one of those things where as you, you know you've seen it happen to a lot of big big title games is that you don't want to rush it and have it be a turd sandwich no it, nobody, nobody wants that no i mean yeah you know that really hurts cyberpunk and uh you know it managed to do its dance and recover but luckily because they they were selling physical copies of that game for five bucks at best buy not what i not a huge amount of time after it came out wow you know and that should have scooped it up then god damn five dollars dude one of my buddies gave it to me and he's son of a bitch have you ever played this game he goes i have it I'll bring it to your house. I I don't like it. You can have it. And I'm like, well, can I at least pay? He goes, dude, I paid five bucks for it at Best Buy. Like, okay. But yeah, it's, and you know, that it was because it was pushed out. And, you know, honestly, what hurt that game for people who aren't super hip to that sort of thing is it was released to still run on the last gen consoles and the current gen oh. consoles. And that really, it didn't go, it didn't straddle that line well. And it was most of the old hardware that was having so much trouble with it that cast this majorly negative light on it. But anyhow, but yeah, having a game like Star Wars Outlaws, I think it's, I'm real stoked on it. I hope that they can figure out a way to make it an online community. But at the same time, if they can't, they can't. It's going to be cool to just do your thing in it. I'm excited to actually see like real gameplay because they haven't really shown it yet. They've shown what they claim to be gameplay, but it's mm-hmm. just, it's it's not possible. Like, if you look at, like, the <laughs> the worlds that they're walking in, if you look at, like, the uh, how the NPCs in the background move, that's way too much uh, 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 coding to be running at the same time. You'd be asking way too much of a processor to run all these different scripts of all these people, like, doing all this... Like they had like a rat had its own like scripting. That's never going to happen. They're going to have a very simple script just to make things efficient. So there's a lot of stuff in what they're showing that 
isn't actually the game. It's just a lot of fluff. And I just right. hope it doesn't go too far with that. Yeah, because that's tough. Because a lot of times, like what Randy's saying is what they'll do is that it's a cinematic rendering of what the gameplay is going to visually look like if you took a snapshot of it. Mm-hmm. And then they're moving everything around. Then it's like a movie. It's it's not just, hey, we started playing this game and and hit record. So, yeah, that's yeah. Not, not how it went. But conceptually, it looks good. Yeah. The visuals are cool. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. They're not going to be able to pull that level of high-functioning uh, AI behavior going on in the background. So, yeah, as long as the big swings are there, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I, I kind of want to play. I mean, I want to play all of them, but that's one that would be really cool. And it's going to be current gen only. Yeah. So that's yeah, one that so. I probably can't play. <laughs> we'll just get, all you got to do is get a Series X, man. Yeah. Or a PC. Build a PC, man. Just get a PS5. Yeah. Oh, look, I had three things thrown at me right there. Dude, just get one <laughs> of each. Yeah. 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 Sell the house. Yeah. Man. Look. <laughs> Okay, if somebody w- wants to buy me a gaming PC, I'll stop. He talking always says that. that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if somebody wants to just, you know. Yeah, listen, I'll do it. I'll I'll take it. But I don't have anything else, man. I'm sure there's other stuff out there, but that's that's the high points. King Tom, there's a book out, right? Yeah, uh, came out last week. Inquisitor: Rise of the Red Blade uh, by Delilah S. Dawson. Um, it's, it was really good. I finished it. It's about a, um, Jedi during the Clone Wars, um, who doesn't exactly fit in, uh, with the Jedi. And there's, there's some mysteries behind her. Um, and, uh, Order 66 happens. She's, uh, singled out to become an Inquisitor. She becomes one. It's about kind of her journey as an Inquisitor. And she solves some of the mysteries on her own. And it's, um... It's a very compelling book. Uh, it doesn't really... I don't know that, you know, if you're looking for large insights on the saga as a whole, I don't know that that it has any, but it's a nice, you know, smaller focus and um, makes you look at the Jedi differently and it's about, about fitting in and, you know, being yourself. I like it. Um, there's some, uh, you know, machinations from uh, good old Sheev, so I'm, I'm always a fan of that sort of thing. Oh, Sheev. Um, but yeah, it was, and the mystery parts were done really well. The characterizations were done really well. But if you're looking for something bigger, you know, with characters we know, uh, there really aren't that that many of them. But I'll, I'd, I'd still recommend it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got our buddy Rick uh, uh, a book signed, and uh, Rick's coming oh. your way soon. I, I put it in a box. I wrapped it really nice. I just have to ship it to you now. <laughs> I just got to go to the post office, Rick. Uh, but yeah, for the people that are at the booth there, it was a trip for us because Les and I walked up there and we had to get a wristband in order to get this book signed. Uh, when we got it there, I had my Sithless shirt on and the guy behind the counter that, that was working in the, in the, over there um, for, for Lucas book, Lucas film books or whatever the hell it was. Um, he said, yeah, uh, there's the uh, wristbands are here, and you have to wait in line at three. So, Rick, I was willing to wait for you, but he saw the shirt and he goes, "By the way, I love that podcast." And Les, being so surprised anybody listens to us, he wasn't even paying attention. He turns around and goes, well, "Wait, what did you say?" 
You listen to us? And the guy goes, yeah, I love the Sithless. And I, and I go, well, I'm a Raj Sithless. And he's like, oh, my God, that's great. He's like, hey, don't worry about the wristband. I have a book signed. And he went underneath the table, grabbed one. And he's like, you can just buy this one. And uh, you don't have to wait. Oh, I said, wow. well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, very nice guy. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I said, at least we have one listener. You know, yeah. <laughs> which is a good thing. But Les's reaction was the best. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Say, excuse me, what? You you listen to us? <laughs> Offended. Great. Yeah, he was, yeah. He's like, so, prove uh, it, bullshit. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. prove it. Um, How long so, does the intro take? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I wrote this book before it was done. <laughs> fill, in the bl- fill in the blank. Everybody loves blank. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> oh, He's giving him a test. <laughs> yeah. So very cool. All right. So, uh, okay. Thank you, Eric and King Tom, for that uh, Star Wars report, as we say. Um, let's jump into Boo Bits. You ready, Boo? Always. Sweet. Okay, Boo, give you bits. Bits, bits, better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. Just kibbled his bits. Yeah. You know, earlier, Rush, you said, uh, you know, might, might have to do some... Uh, real life like news news bits i might have to pretty soon because they're running out are you running out shit yeah there ain't fucking uh whatever but we'll we'll trudge on this this reminds me of covid when we did we didn't have a fucking thing to talk about what did we talk about during covid COVID ourselves i don't know (laughs) i'm fucking no got a really cool mask this week yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh no! Some All lady right. went crazy at Target when they told her to put her mask on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. We have mask merch. Yeah. I mean, we did do some cool like reaction videos and stuff to we get did, going. We did. That's pandemic, when we started so. doing uh, YouTube stuff during COVID. You're yeah. right. So yeah. we got we took so what we had fun, and we made the no best sleep. of it. To be honest. We sure did, really. We sure did. You're right about that. Why do we positive there, Les? There you go. I'm being negative. We ain't got shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, no, no segues or anything to start off. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, the guy who played Sandman in uh, Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I oh, thought this from was. Wings. It's from Wings. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, what a show! <laughs> he, he was talking to comicbook.com or whatever, whatever you want to call it. He was, uh, I found this funny. He was saying he's heard rumors, so he's talking about rumors that he's heard that Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire are going to make a Spider Man 4. Hmm, yeah, I well take that for whatever you will, but hmm. but this. Whatever this thing is, sure. Whatever, dude. You you got rumors. I don't care. What would you guys rather see? Uh, Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 4, or an Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man 3? Uh, Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, 100%. Okay. 100%. Tobey Maguire is getting up there, though. It's more about seeing a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie again. Yeah. Yeah, that would be rad. And having and that whole when they all came back together, I think there's an opportunity for all of them to come back and do their own thing now. I mean, that's uh, Garfield, where I'm leaning more. Yeah, Garfield was so popular in that 
portrayal again that it, he was more it seemed like people were it was more buzz about him with this yeah, they than gave him his flowers Spider-Man. for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah I'll i've be, been that awesome. rule i'm sorry i'm beating the rule and saying both in all honesty it's okay i'd say which one you for yeah exactly okay so Les, which end, one are you gonna see tom first? holland for tom yeah. holland for uh man the the mcguire the Raimi mcguire movies had a real real good way of uh depicting like early marvel like stan lee marvel like bringing that to life it it, it just brought 19 it didn't even look that way but like you could easily see this is like 1960s and all these new comic characters are coming out and the stories are being told you know it, it really captured like early early marvel uh feel and nostalgia then they just tried to do too much by going with yes probably the most popular villain that uh spider-man yeah. has ever had and character one arguably one of the greatest most oh, popular the characters Green Goblin? ever created <laughs> no and venom and oh, like actually oh, yeah yeah you know what i mean to like try to shoehorn venom into shoehorn is right early marvel spider-man you know like that that the, venom defines a different era of spider-man like that should have been garfield's you know that should have been garfield's uh villain to be mm. honest but i understand that yeah. they made you know they took the ultimate universe and used that's what garfield's was uh spider-man was based on i'd probably see the garfield one first though because i really liked just the more uh modern feel Redo the Rhino, please. But other than that, yeah, I'd see that first and obviously <laughs> yeah. see uh, Raimi because you got to... Uh, who does Raimi bring as a villain? Holland's gotten Mysterio, you know, uh, unless he was to bring Craven. But Craven's well, already... Hey, ha- doing Craven has a movie coming, but yeah. like that's who would well, have to be. With Raimi, when, he, when he's allowed to do it the way he wants to do it, there's a thematic reason he'll bring in I'm not so concerned about... I think he could have made the Sandman super interesting had he had the runway to do it. Right. So right. I think whatever villain he brought in, he would find a, a thematic reason for them to be there that would make them more interesting. Whereas the like the the uh, Garfield ones, like they just need right. a villain that isn't lame. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love it if like <laughs> Raimi said, you know what, let's do this one thing that uh, I think gets overlooked. Spider-Man took on the mob for a while. Yeah, Some King of the mob ben. characters. Isn't he but, one of the But biggest? no, I'm talking like Silvermane, Tombstone, Hammerhead, mm-hmm. Hammerhead. The Rose. Uh, did you say something, King Tom? Oh, I said ha- I was going to say Hammerhead just when you said Hammerhead it. for sure. Like, like those guys, man. Like the slug. Like just, <laughs> just bring in the mob and just have Remy direct one where he takes on the mob and it still has like, you know, Jonah, uh, J. Jonah Jameson's like, you know his his rhetoric and how he's you know talking and that it it fits it would totally kick ass i think for him to take on tombstone like a six foot eight freakishly Mm. strong albino dude just him and him just just going at it dude just and then him punching hammerhead in the head and like pulling his hand back because dude's head is made out of adamantium right like he has an adamantium skull I'd like Tom to see like a Marvel yeah. team up, man. If they did like Daredevil and Spider Man, that would be freaking mm-hmm. amazing. Dude, taking on the mob. Yeah. So, uh, Actually, you know well, it'd that, be that's good. possible for the Tom Holland thing. 
But bring back Ben Affleck. Bring though. back no, but bring, no, <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that's a rumor actually too. do the team up and have them take on the Punisher mm-hmm. and drag in uh, Kingpin too. Well, yeah, for sure, and just have but like honestly be like, wait a minute, dude, the, this guy's really trying to kill me, like. Spider-Man's like, whoa, 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 this guy's really trying to like he's trying to kill me. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> the here's Punisher's the, like, yeah. I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna kill you, damn it. You deserve to die. All of you freaks deserve to die. And it's but the like- problem is with the Punisher <laughs> that we know, not from the comics, obviously. The the Punisher we know from the series has become the sympathetic character now for us. And to make him the oh, main well, character. Eventually main, that's what know. happens. So that that's yeah. pretty much how it goes. Like his first few appearances is like, oh no, this guy's a hero. He's just right brutal and he just takes it more seriously than these guys yeah. do and then it becomes yeah. more like hey you need to chill you know but he gets there i i think that'd be cool i'd, I'd definitely like both and I, I apologize for rambling on there y'all but no i really think that is a missed opportunity that the mob has not been introduced in a way to uh either spider-man or daredevil let's hope the daredevil one we get some Real cool mob stuff going well, on. Well, isn't the mob going to be yeah. heavily involved in Echo? I think so, but I'm not. I'm talking about these characters, man. They were these like specialists, if you think about it, mm. that had like mm-hmm. maybe not so much powers, but they had enhanced abilities or enhanced mm. something was enhanced about them, okay. and they were basically the hitmen and all that. That you know, Kingpin or the Slug or uh, any of the other gangsters like had. I think I think he's stuck. Mm. Is he stuck for all you guys? Yeah. He is. Ah, that sucks. He was on a good one. He was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, keep going, um, Boo. Call we'll back all right. to basically oh, oh, there he try is. to take care oh. of. Right. I'm back, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. But yeah, no, let's bring let's try to find a way to bring the mob to life in one of these spider yeah. in any of these versions. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. organized crime. Do you think that would be like sexy enough, you know, for a superhero movie where we've had the, you know, these big bad villains with the superpowers? Do you think that like a movie like that would be cool? But will the non us public come out in droves for a movie like that? I think it's exactly what, what people want right now. I think we're getting to a point where there's yeah. so much fatigue going on right now i think something that people can relate to or, or, or danger that's out in the street that's but it has like a different level like les was saying they're specialists but they're still like relatable i think like the michael keaton version that we got in um, was it homecoming yes yes yeah that kind of thing i think would be really good and, and yeah i mean i feel if they were like a, tombstone alone is interesting you know mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. very interesting because it's not like he's super powered but he's just a normal dude he, he's just but he's freakishly tall and freakishly strong like just you don't know about it and he's cold-blooded it's it's perfect actually if you think about it he's not someone that could destroy the world but he's someone who could really jack up spider-man you know huh. in, in 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 a dark alley like he knows what he's doing he knows how to trap better you know he knows how to like just do some of the things Spider-Man's not used to. And that's the other thing. It presents a different challenge. Instead of him having to take on Electro or take on the Vulture and it's high flying, you know, and they're doing their thing up in the upper atmosphere, this dude's going to beat him up in a building or in an alley. 
and literally like smash his head into a dumpster and just <laughs> bum rush him. Like simple as that. Well, I think that's why the Christopher Nolan Batmans were so so huge. I think that yes. he didn't go with the fantastical like Killer Croc or he went with people that were just insane, you know, just crazy yes. psychos. And I think people really related to that, you know. It'd be a change of pace. I mean, yeah. and I feel like that is a, a, another there's a lot of things that are often overlooked when you come to like just these characters in general. And yeah, Spider-Man has taken on the mob. You know, so is Daredevil. I mean, that's who Daredevil fights, fights absolutely yeah. all the time. Like, all the time he's going against it. Uh, yeah, I feel there may be just enough interest for people to go, whoa, what's this? You know? Hmm. They should do a Godfather mashup. Bring in the Corleones. That'd be funny. Well, Luca Brazzi's gone, so Luca who's, who's, who's there? <laughs> who do they have? Oh, Neri. That's right. Vin Neri was the new Vincent, hit dude. We have Vincent. Andy Garcia. That too. Oh, jeez. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Here we go. Joey Zaza going to mess with me? Joey Zaza? Zaza. All right. Sorry. Got no, no, no. Reference for the people that didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, Something else that is actually happening that we've been waiting for a while. We talked about it last week, funny enough. Uh, the Rick and Michonne uh the Walking yeah. Dead spinoff yeah. series, uh, officially yeah. has a title and when it's coming out. Uh, the title of the show is The Ones Who Live. There's a there's a short trailer for it. I think it's like 30 or 40 seconds or something like that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, so really? uh, Yeah, and then it's uh, coming out in 2024 on AMC and AMC+. Plus. So, finally, finally, they, they, they've been having their spinoff shows, Fear of the Walking Dead. They had some of the ones that were on. Uh, I think like AMC.com for a while. They have the the Daryl show now. The uh, all that. So the, the Maggie and Negan shows is already out, right? Yeah, yeah. The first season just finished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. um, I felt bad for com for AMC because it seemed like they were going to have a huge presence in this Comic Con. It was going to be very Walking Dead, Walking Dead Nation, whatever it is. Um, it was going to be heavily promoted because there's stuff on all the walls and stuff. Yes, yeah. kind of sucks for them. And yeah. the boys. And <laughs> the boys. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's nothing about that. Um some other things. Oh, some actually good news and some no shit dumbass news. AMC will not mm. be moving forward with their plans to charge more money based on your seat location. Oh, remember they had their whole. Remember they had their whole little. Oh, the prime seating. You're gonna pay more mm -hmm. for it. Well, yeah. looks like somebody came up to him and said, "No, no, you idiots. This is not gonna <laughs> fucking happen. You dipshits." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So good. They're, they're, good on they're, it. they're scrapping that, which was ridiculous from the second I heard, I right. read it. So yeah, thank God they yeah. they came to their uh to their senses and uh and uh fixed that shit. Um. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, I thought this was was karma, maybe a little bit for myself or the universe saying, uh, maybe back off a bit. So I saw the Transformers movie, and at the end, they had the uh, the news of the crossover with uh, GI Joe, and I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen. I it, it destroyed the movie for me. Well. So the DC Comics is coming out with a seven-issue comic uh, called Justice League versus Godzilla versus King Kong. 
No. Yeah. Yes, and you're loving it. Look at the smile yeah. on your face. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> they they have an image. They have an image where it's like everybody like fighting each other, and then they have one where it's Superman like flying into the sunset, and right before or right in front of him is Godzilla in, in the middle of Metropolis. Mm. Wow. Oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Holy oh, shit. So you're okay with this? Yes, of course I'm okay with this. Fuck yeah. You hypocrite. I know. Oh, that's why. dear. The universe oh, is like, dear. Maybe, maybe take it easy. Okay, so, yeah. Is it, is it, has it made you feel a little bit better about the Transformers G.I. Joe thing? No, because I heard a commercial about it today saying it's the best Transformers ever. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Stop that's it. It's not the best you're, Transformers That's because you were a little toddler toddling around more than likely during that era. And it was yeah. for, made for people I like was 14. us. Oh, well, hey, you know what? G- G1 was the best one. So I I'm was saying right now, the, man, uh, this Transformers stand, yeah. movie was made for guys by our age. Sorry, sir. You, this is not for you. You can't sit with us. I'm just yeah. saying right now. <laughs> Take it. You can't, yeah. you can't yeah. sit with us on this one. So yeah. I understand your hatred, but you know what? It just wasn't for you, sir. I just have I to know. jump out and That's... say it. I apologize. No, but no. Yeah, man. Ten-year-old me was hopping out of my seat when the GI Joe card was handed at the end of that movie. Damn. Oh lord! Ugh. Oh lord! I almost I shot through the roof of that theater. So happy! So happy, mm. man! Autobots transform. And the Maximals maximized. I was not like, enough. Oh, not enough. They did it. It, it was sure. enough. Boo! At the right no. time when you just felt disappointed, all the BS was going on. Wheeljack gets dropped. Your bumblebee's like dead, and you're like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> is sound wave like, in it? Is sound wave in it? Nah, it's Yo. it's uh it's Scourge, and he was. Uh, <laughs> now he died. But it had a direct connection to the Haley Stanfield movie, so it added. Oh, I do like I do really like that one. That one so, was great. And then like all dying on the whole thing, and then the Maximals maximize, and it like brought me right back. Bumblebee apparently comes did, back to life. The question is, did you and maximize though? Yes, I did. Oh man, I almost knocked the kid over that was next to me. I was like, oh come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? Did you really do that? Jeez. That was that's uh that's a big maximize. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's, okay. I knocked their Taco Bell all over him because I was like, Oh, oh no. damn. <laughs> I buttered their fucking popcorn. Hey, <laughs> So anyways, again, sorry you're disappointed, play? Boo, but I'm that happy nice that you're play. happy. That was nice play. Oh, Thanks, yeah. dude. About yeah. uh, Little Boy Blue. He needed the money. <laughs> That's oh, nice play. classic, dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Yikes. Oh, no. man. So, yeah, and then uh, one final Boo bit. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Beetlejuice 2. What is uh yeah yeah we we talked about this before Michael oh, okay. Keaton's back was I that when, said back then yeah yeah it was, it was whatever way way back just don't say oh, it three times uh Michael Keaton's you. back for Winona Ryder Jenny okay, Ortega's gonna be in it she's gonna be somebody's somebody's daughter I, I, I Lydia's know. daughter yeah. sure somebody's daughter. yeah and then uh but so they're they're filming in Vancouver and the, the do you guys remember the chairs. No, yeah, the weird yes. chairs look like claws. Yeah. So I guess like there was a statue for the for the for the sequel that somebody made. It's like 150 pounds. Somebody stole that and a bunch of other shit. Oh shit! Uh, uh, so, but uh, Winona Ryder is the prime suspect, though. Oh. oh. oh.
Wow. Well done. Well done. She still hasn't lived that down. That poor yeah, thing. She still has. She's. I don't know who the fuck stole it. I just couldn't let that one go. I just really. That couldn't. was really good, buddy. Yeah, but somebody did steal some props, like that fucking hundred fifty pound statue gone. <laughs> some other, some other shit from the set gone. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Winona Ryder, I apologize. I, yes, I didn't defame you because you were actually uh, <laughs> convicted there's of precedent. Theft. There's precedent. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Be like, Your Honor, there's. Hey, Where'd she go? Like, the, like a Nor- Nordstrom or something? Nordstroms or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's weird. At her height too, she was popular that back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, some people got to do some crazy shit. You know, that's like the opposite of like "fuck you" money, where you're just like mm-hmm. "fuck you" celebrity, where you're just like I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I even need money. Fucking really high, very possible. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably really <laughs> high. Yeah, and forgot what money was. Yeah, but it was just like what a I have to pay. For all. This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, shit. I like these panties. <laughs> they're panties, right? She stole panties. Is that what it is? something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I in my mind, they're panties. Never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wanted her to see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's those are really good bits, boo. Those are really good bits. All right. So we're going to end this thing with Secret Invasion. Has everybody seen this fantastic finale? Um, no. I haven't Sally? seen I, a fantastic finale. No, I haven't either. Yeah, yeah they, where's that one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarcasm. So, the um, I'll give you my take on it. It wasn't great. Um, it seemed like we were just talking shit on DC's uh, special effects, and I thought the special effects in this one, I don't, th- they weren't that great, man. There, there, there was times where the jumping looked wonky. Um, the actual transformation looked weird. The idea again was really cool. I thought it was pretty great that she got to morph into all these things. But I, I want to ask you guys a question that I asked Randy last night. Where the fuck do we go from here? You just gave her all of these people here. Ghost, Captain America, Corvus Glaive, Thanos, Outrider. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's insane amount of people's powers. Oh, man. Who knew about all these powers too? Valkyrie and everything. Thor is crazy. Where is it? Where are we going? Like, who's going to stop this girl? Does anybody want to chime in here? Uh, nobody's going to stop her because Miss Fallsworth was like, we're going to use each other. So she'll become some type of agent for like UK, meaning I would love for them to do some type of thing like Excalibur. Hmm. But mm. that's just me speculating. Hmm. But at, at the end of the day, if she goes rogue, let's just say she goes rogue. Can anybody stop her? Rogue. Yeah, the combined might of the mightiest rogue. Earth's mightiest rogue. heroes. Rogue. I, all of them. Rogue all of them. Yeah. Somebody, somebody sent a message to our YouTube saying, well, that's why uh, she's not going to get very far because the cross DNA is just going to stop each other. They're not going to be able to pull it off because of the cross contamination of the DNA. But. What oh, if I didn't it, know a doctor wrote in to YouTube. I was going to say, but what if that cross-contamination awesome. whittles itself stuff. down to just four <laughs> elements, <laughs> exactly. and she just has four elements? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's still a super scroll, so... She is a super scroll. And you called That's it, Les. Cool. You said that she's going to end up being a super scroll. Yeah. And she did. And I thought the show really was not great, unfortunately, and, and didn't end great, and... 
you know, the best scenes we got from the villain, I think, were last night or was in the last episode with this episode that was the finale. And I thought it was a wasted that we didn't see him go apeshit crazy the rest of the episodes because uh, I thought he pulled it off last night. He was really good in that episode. Uh, His performance well, just was gotten... the best part of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, that performance? Say, uh, yeah. Gravik's performance. Gravik's performance. Yeah. I when agree. he's talking to who he thinks mm-hmm. is. Uh, Even Gravik. I think that was the. What's up? Sam Jackson's face. He even grabbed Sam Jackson's face. I was like, nobody mm-hmm. touches his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, shit. Sam Jackson acting. Yeah. Oh, no. A lot of controversy on, on, yeah, less. A lot of controversy on Brody's, I mean, Rody, not Brody. All of the content in this video. Rody's um, shenanigans. Like, when did he, is it after Civil War? Is it, what? like, what's going on here? So there was so I I saw something about that. So you see him in the in the medical gown. There's a scene when he goes in for the MRI, I believe, in Civil War after after he crashes and he can't can't move his legs. People are saying that it's that moment because he's still wearing the medical gown. But there's some confusion of like, how is that? possible i know yeah randy i, I gave you the same face where i was randy like, was on him last night too randy's like, like why are you so tired why can't you get up and i was like dude these legs don't work remember he's like oh uh yeah i guess uh, whatever <laughs> so because you see him wearing the braces after you yeah. see him wearing the braces after so i don't know if the scroll is really that locked into to the character method, like, method. i don't know yeah. yeah really yeah and then later you see him on without the without the braces uh mm-hmm. just walking around so i think people assume maybe you got like a medical procedure or nanotech or something i don't know so it'll be interesting to get that answer but i i've seen some things and i'm just like i, I don't know if any of them are that on it or that, that pinpointed right can you tell me what you think about the episode buddy I thought, I mean, I thought it was better than most of the rest of them, but I, I yeah. still have issues with it, especially with this whole idea of the president of the United States of America declaring war on all of the scrolls. I, I will kill um, every last one of you. Yeah, it, that and, and just the concept that there are billions of stars in the galaxy, not to mention the universe, and possibly millions of planets they could not find one or they could not terraform or do a space station or with everything out there that we know of that they could not and make it happen i find that a bit far-fetched but the one thing i was thinking you know watching this you know i i was part of me was thinking like oh maybe this is sam jackson's last time in the mcu maybe this is how they're trying to send him out and then i'm thinking we just saw him in the trailers for the Marvels. And that has a very different feel and mood than Secret Invasion. And and I don't know if like subconsciously I was thinking, okay, this doesn't matter. But maybe they should have kept that more of a secret from the marketing for the Marvels or not have included him in it to... to let you think maybe this was it for Fury. And at the same time, there's no um, sign of what's come next. There's no mid credit scene. So it's just the place of this in, in, in the MCU is, is very perplexing because you could very easily work around it as if it didn't happen. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah I'm not I, sure what except for they set up this serves. crazy superhero. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, she could it, with the way they treated that whole story, she could easily be written off with a few lines. And yeah, yeah, yeah. she went back to go find a place for all her friends to live. She's combining that, that, her powers to terraform a bar- barren moon. Or it is. one of, like one of our uh, YouTube commenters said, it's probably the powers just going to cancel each other out. Oh yeah, that's what happens. Well, that's Science. the obvious thing. I didn't want to do the obvious thing. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know, I I, th- I can't think of one good episode among this whole season. It was such like, a shame. There's moments. Too. There's a couple moments where I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cool. But there's not a good episode. Most of the moments involve that English woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sonia Fallsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Olivia she's Coleman. Such a great actress. actress. She, Olivia yeah. Coleman. I think she's won two Oscars already, by the way. It's crazy. Like, I don't understand how they spent $200 million on the show. Not on that. Uh, other than maybe the, the actors. Mm-hmm. I just feel we're going to see them all again in Good Thunderbolts call. if it gets off the ground. Oh. We'll see Miss Fallsworth. We'll see Gaia, I think. She may not become part of the crew, but maybe the Thunderbolts have to take her on. Well, I think a best case scenario, we're kind of leading into what's going to usher in like Red Hulk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's version. Harrison Ford, yeah. Yeah, so. They have the yeah. DNA now in some right. way. They can start playing around. Ah, uh, there you go. I like that. Okay. And the president is going crazy. Someone else oh. is going to have to be president. Yeah. So somebody thinks the president's a scroll or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they want to like try to do something, they could do that. Or yeah, that's well, you end up with two teams, know, if I'm not mistaken, right? In in Secret Invasion, in the books, it's the Secret Avengers, and then the Norman Osborns. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. the Secret Avengers, and then the Dark Avengers. I think. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then. There's the because the Norman Osborn becomes president if I'm not mistaken, right? In in Ooh. Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. he's the president. So it's like, oof, they, yeah, there's well, so much that the, they lose in the uh, dark Dark Avengers. You guys know? Uh, well, like, he's, he's, uh, Wolverine, like, Wolverine's son. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, oh, Doc, right? Yeah, Doc. Yeah. What a cool name that is. Mo- Moonstone is Captain Marvel. Like they're all pretending to be they're all villains yes, pretending yeah. to be real avengers mm-hmm. oh that's rad i love that that sounds like a good show let's do oh, it yeah and then you have like uh <laughs> what's this 300 million the, uh was that the one with I think uh, aries patriot? is part of that like yeah is it so. iron patriot it's iron patriot yeah. yeah yeah very cool they just haven't introduced enough i mean outside of the they thunderbolts haven't. they haven't introduced enough background or villain characters to right mm-hmm. fill those roles yet yeah unless they start using like some of those people they established like in winter soldier because they have those characters if they wanted to use those as like the dark avengers mm-hmm. like uh what's who's the uh new uh black widow oh yeah Belova? yeah Pew, uh, yeah florence Pugh's yeah. character and then uh What's his face? The other Captain America guy. Red Guard. So maybe they start off. Well, he's going to be in Thunderbolts. Yeah, but maybe they start off as the Secret Avengers or Dark Avengers and then become the Thunderbolts. They just say, we're going to rename ourselves. 
after. Yeah, because aren't the Thunderbolts and the Dark Avengers like pretty closely tied? Same. To a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's over. So <laughs> what do we what do we got next for Marvel? Boo, you watched it? Uh, did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I agree with you guys. It's yeah, just lackluster. Just a just a sad sad way to end it all. Yeah, just went went out with a whimper. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Do you think that Fury got a canker sore after kissing her? No, but I like the homage to Planet of the Apes. Oh, you think that's what that was? Oh, yeah. Come on. Well, I was distracted. Even even if you're off, you're not off by much. You know, it's. it's, (laughs) She had sharp teeth, though. Did you see that shit? They were sharp. They just side view and they were like, yeah. All right. I'm just saying, it probably hurt. He was trying. I mean, he grabbed, like, yeah, I mean. All right, guys. I think we'll end it there. Canker Sore. That's the title of this episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) It'll be called Canker Sore. No, I'm just kidding. Holding up. Anything else? Anybody you want to? Everything's good. uh, Am I missing anything in pop culture here? Not really. There ain't much. There ain't any pulp culture. Yeah, this is what it's gonna be like, y'all. This is what it's gonna be like. Time for y'all to start getting into anime. I'm telling you right now. (laughs) And wait, is it Invincible coming season two? Yeah, yeah, like September. That got a trailer. Yeah, we'll survive. September. Yeah, end of September. What needs to happen though is they need to pay their their writers and actors. Come on, yes, yeah. Let's get it together. Let's get it together. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. with you first. Boo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. All right, it's King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. You can find me on Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, and our Sith List Patreon. You can also find me on Blue Sky and Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I I will be uh, unveiling newly found rare video of a Spin Doctors concert from 1993 with a Raj front row and center. Yeah, let me tell you, you'll only see me with two songs, and you'll see me walking right out. The backstage with your backstage pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, the VIP that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called X, by the way. Princes will adore you backstage. <laughs> yeah. Randy, where can people find you, buddy? You can find me on X, the most popular X. social media Jesus platform. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nah, you can even find me on youtube.com slash Sithless, where we will be doing reactions for Ahsoka. Looking very forward to it. Yes, cannot wait. 23rd, two-episode premiere. We are on it. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? Did I already do you, Pass. King Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Eric, where can people find you, my friend? Uh, check me out my other podcast about motivators and Dinner with the Healers, a blue podcast that I do with my family. And look for me, hopefully, streaming again on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash mouserat2217. It's been a bit. Yeah, has been a bit. Less work. Did I? No. Go ahead, bud. You can find me on X slash Twitter, I guess. Why? I don't know why we're still doing this, but you can find me on this podcast for sure, and on our YouTube channel. Hopefully, get to go to watch Ahsoka and react to it. Yeah, you can find me on um, X, Y, and Z anywhere social media is found. At the Sith List, check us out. Until next time, guys. Catch you next week, right here, episode. 
365 of the Sith List. Love 